tarde, Rui. Olá, Joel. E como é que estamos hoje? Eu estou bem, e tu? Estou ótimo. Estamos aqui no nosso estúdio, improvisado, com a Elsa. A Elsa está deitada. Vamos rezar para que ela não interrompa. Pois. Let's pray that she doesn't interrupt us. Elsa, the dog. So we come to you with another shorty. This one is about doces, my favorite. Mm, Sweets. Sugar. And we've got a, just like the last episode, we've got a couple recordings from members who were brave enough to send them in. We hope to have more of that in the future. And Yes, don't be shy. Não sejam tímidos. And then just to uh, share some of the, the pain, uh, I think, Hui, you're going to make me do some pronunciation, right? Yeah, we haven't done that for a long time now. I'm excited. Are you? Mm, a little bit. A little bit nervous. It's but. getting harder to correct your pronunciation because it's getting better and better with practice Portuguese. Are you doing some lessons? Todos os dias. Mm. Let's hear the shorty. Vamos ouvir o pequenino. É nesta loja que os amendoins estão em promoção. Queres amendoins para quê, Maria? Apetece-me. Pronto. É aqui que estão em promoção, sim. Estão ali, vês? Vai lá buscar, por favor. Meio quilo, está bom? Ai, tanto amendoim. Mas pode ser, sim. Aqui tens. Eduardo, podes ir buscar uma tablete de chocolate de leite com caramelo? Posso, sim. Afinal, traz duas. Está bem. Olha... Podes ir buscar mais uma tablete de chocolate com caramelo. Porquê é que queres isso tudo, Maria? Quero comer doces. Mas os amendoins não são doces. Não vou comê-los sem nada. Então? Estava a pensar em derreter as tabletes de chocolate com caramelo e meter para lá os amendoins. Oh, Maria. Não me julgues. Também vou fazer para ti. Mas eu fico com a maior parte. Não é nada disso, Maria. Sabes que há chocolates com caramelo e amendoim, certo? Sim, e daí? Não é mais fácil comprares esses chocolates. Mas eu quero muitos. E depois torna-se mais caro. Precisas de quantos chocolates? Não me julgues. Eu preciso. Só quero que tenhas cuidado, rapariga. Sim, está bem. Vá, vamos embora. Vamos lá fazer esse doce. Practiceportuguese.com Now I want sweets. Yes. Doces. And what do you think about her pronunciation? Huh? It's a real Portuguese eating the words, mumbling. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to uh, compare because I think Pedro enunciates his words a little bit more than her. Um, the actress's name is Natasha. So it's good to have a mixture because that's exactly what we encounter when we're talking to people in Portugal. It's the real challenge. Yeah. Verdadeiro teste. I notice a real range of Portuguese speakers. Sometimes I can understand them when they're talking to me or when I'm listening to a recording. And other times... Even now, after years, an entire sentence can go right by me because people mumble and... But it's normal. We do that in English. We do it. Everybody does that in their own language. So hopefully you'll be talking to lots of people who enunciate well. Or you can always ask them to repeat. Ask them to speak slower. 
Pode repetir outra vez, por favor? Pode falar mais devagar? Boa ideia. Something that's always tricky for us to learn in Portuguese early on is, and we've talked about it before, I'm sure, is the difference between aí, ali, and aqui. Right. Aqui, mm-hmm. here. That one's easy. Aí, right there, close to you, but far from me. Mm-hmm. And ali, over there, far from both of us. Right. Okay, and then there are the ca and la. Ca correspond to a key. And la correspond to ali, over there. Is ali only when something is in sight, or can you also say when it's out of sight of both of the people? <laughs> That's Elsa making noise on her cushion, which is well positioned right beside the microphone. My understanding is that when it's inside of both of the speakers, but away from both of them, such as like in a different corner of the room, then that would be a li, right? Mm-hmm. And la is more for when things are out of sight. Right, like far away, like in, you know, across town or even in your neighbor's house. That makes sense. But both are far from the two people talking. Yeah. So this is a great shorty for that distinction because I think we have a li, la, and a i. We also have a key. So, é aqui que estão em promoção. It's here that they're in promotion. And then he says, uh, estão ali, vês? So, maybe he's pointing to some other shelf. I think he means that a key in, in this location, in this supermarket, uh, they are in promotion. And then he points and tells her, estão ali, vês? They are over there. Do you see them? And then Maria says, vai Lá buscar, por favor. Go get them there, please, where they are. Just to wrap this up, maybe we can try something. Let's do a little exercise where you're going to use a sentence with either a key, a li, or la, and then the listener has to see if they can remember where that item would be located. So, for example, está aqui, and then we'll pause and then they have to think about where that would be and then we'll say what it is. How's that? Os microfones estão aqui. So, where are the microphones? Estão aqui. Here. O teu casaco está aí. So, my coat, meu casaco, is Rui said aí, because he's talking to me and the jacket is with me. So. so it's closer to Joel than to me. Yeah, so aí, that's A-I with an accent on the I. Next. O carro amarelo está ali. So the yellow car is ali. Over there. Yeah, over there, because we can both see it. If I turn my head around and look, then I can see it. It's far away from both of us, but we can... It's within our view. A farmácia está lá, atrás do prédio. So it's lá, so it's outside of both of our views, because it's behind the... Building. The pharmacies over there, behind the building. All right, so wrap that up. Um, next, something that's you know easy to miss when you're getting started is that a lot of nouns that end in the letter M, when we pluralize them, meaning when there's more than one of them, then we remove the M and then make it N-S. So we have the word amendoin, which is peanut. Did I say that right? 
Amendoim. Then we cut off the M and then make it NS, so it's amendoins. The plural, amendoins. And even though it's NS, you don't really say the N, just as when a word ends in M, you don't say, you don't close your mouth like it's an English M. So the, it's not amendoins, it's amendoins. It's kind of like a nasally sound, almost like it's E-E-N-G-S or something, inch, inch, amendoins. And that was a delivery. Quick and efficient. Um, so what else do we have to talk about? I think we talked about this before, uh, but it's always interesting and important uh, because it's something English speakers will do a lot. Portuguese uh, answer a question with the verb used in the question. We don't, ju we don't just answer something with yes or no, which is common in English. Right. But we use the verb that was used in the question. So if you ask me, queres ir ao cinema? Do you want to go to the movies? I'll say, quero. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I don't just say, sim. Yeah, I'm guilty It's, of that. It sounds weird. Um, so that's something you have to keep in mind because we always use the verb. And we're saying this because in the shorty, uh, Maria asks Eduardo, Eduardo, podes, this is the verb, ir buscar uma tablete de chocolate de leite com caramelo? Can you get a bar of milk chocolate with caramel? So she says, podes, and he answers, posso. So he conjugates the verb and answers with that verb, posso. From the verb poder. Yeah, from the verb poder. To be able to... This is just an example how it always happens like this. But it's something I hear a lot in English speakers when they speak Portuguese. They just go, sim. And to us, sounds very short, abrupt, yeah. and dry. And I'm still guilty of doing that. I think just by not growing up with the language, there's always going to be a little bit of mental processing that has to happen. Maybe with common verbs like puder, not so much, but with other verbs. You know, you'd have to go through that thought process of, okay, so they used the verb puder, and then the first person conjugation is posu, so five seconds later, you answer posu, sim. <laughs> and the so, person will think, why did he hesitate so much? He doesn't want to go. Yeah, you find these little tricks. Maybe I'll say sim, and then that gives me like one second to think about the verb. So I'll go sim, posu. Yeah, that's still good. Yeah. As long as you include the verb there. Yeah, so it doesn't sound quite as sharp. Um, should we move on to the pronunciation? Should we start with our members' pronunciation? Let's start with the members. It's more fun. So we have Anne from Norway. I really like her voice. Let's hear her. Let's hear it one more time. I hear the cadence being different, like I think this is a cadence probably typical from her language. Right. You hear that this is like from a certain language. Portuguese would say And say that at normal speed. So there's less highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Instead of 
É nesta loja que estão os amendoins em promoção. It's more, é nesta loja que estão os amendoins em promoção. It's almost like you, there's a high, mm -hmm. and from there it's all flow, low, 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 low. Maybe at the end we have like a little high again. Like, yeah. É nesta loja que estão os amendoins em promoção. And of course, we're talking about something pretty subtle here. So it's just not for you to necessarily get too caught up on remembering exactly what that tonal arc is supposed to be for all of these phrases. I think that's something that just comes with time, but just reminding you to be aware of it like we talked about in the last episode. Oh yeah, the reason we are like talking about it is because Anne's pronunciation is so good mm -hmm. that we have to go on these little, little details. Yeah, we have to work with something here. É nesta loja que os amanduins estão em promoção. Queres amanduins para quê, Maria? Did you hear that? Queres amanduins? Yeah, I didn't hear the connection between the last S of queres and the first A of amanduins. It should be queres amanduins. And to be fair, we haven't launched the previous episode yet because we uh, we need to record them a little bit back to back here because of a super secret project we have in the next couple months. So it's normal that Anne would be missing that Z connection between the S and the next vowel because uh, she hasn't had a chance to hear the correction. But let me hear again. Queres amanduins para que, Maria? Apetece-me. Queres amendoins. And her closed E sound is quite good. Apetece-me. Oh, yeah. It's not... Apetece-me or apetece-me or something. It was quite accurate, I think. Apetece-me. It would be normal to hear apetece-me or right. apetece-me. Yeah. It's apetece-me. Apetece-me. So thanks again to Anne from Norway Thank for sending you, that. Thank you, Anne. Obrigado. Your pronunciation is awesome. Killing it. Next, we have Margaret, who is a long-term member. She didn't say where she's from, but going by her last name, I think she might be from France. But take that with a grain of salt, because she didn't say. Now let's hear her. É nesta loja que os amandões estão em promoção. One more time. É nesta loja que os amandões estão em promoção. I think I only heard one thing. She said neste instead of neste. Nesta. What I hear as a native are the A's, that they're not as low or closed as I would expect. Nesta loja, instead right. of loja. Okay. Let's hear that again and I'll, I'll focus more on that part. É nesta loja que os amandões estão em promoção? Yeah, I hear é nesta loja. So I hear nesta loja. And it's nesta Loja. And I think I also heard osh amendoins instead of us amendoins. Again, these are really subtle. These pronunciations are really good. These are just subtle things that as a native I can hear. Like the vowels will always be the main issue, I guess. Yeah, the O on the ush amendoins, that first O is too open as if there was an accent on it. And then that connection of the S going into the next vowel should be the z instead of the sh. So instead of osh amendoins, it should be us amendoins. Let's hear that one more time just to confirm we heard that right. É nesta loja que os amandões estão em promoção? Yeah. And actually there, there are two connections, two z sounds, which, and they should be 
os amendoins estão em promoção. Ah. So none of those last S's are sh. There's no us and there's no amendoins in that part. It should be os amendoins estão em promoção. So the next time we ask members to send in their recordings, yeah. we, we would love to hear... Let's make it a challenge. We would love to hear that Z sound perfected when the S is followed by a vowel. Let's see who nails the connections. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> so should we move on to maybe you trying to get to catch my pronunciation and problems? Let's see what you can... Let's see what you can do. Without looking at the sentence, okay. just hearing me and then repeating, I'm going to see if you can... Nail the zish. Oh, but uh, my memory sucks. This is going to be hard. <laughs> exactly. Can't be out of memory. It, let me see if it's already natural in you. So, okay. É nesta loja que os amendoins estão em promoção? É nesta loja que os amendoins estão em promoção? Mm-hmm. Very good. You've been practicing. Is that first O close to promoção or is it promoção? No, no. Promoção. But oh. Joel sometimes says promoção. Oh, it's pru- It's closed. Oh, it's closed. Yes. Promoção. So may I failed in detecting, but you probably said promoção, didn't you? I think so. Because you know you're guilty with the O's sometimes. The first O of a word, right? Mm-hmm. You want to read the second sentence? Okay, it's Eduardo saying, "Queres amendoins para quê, Maria?" Another connection with yes. Queres amendoins? Very good. And then? Apetece-me, okay. says Maria. And then Eduardo. Pronto, é aqui que estão em promoção, sim? Estão ali, vês? Very good, continue. And then Maria says, vai lá buscar, por favor. Por favor. And then Eduardo. Meio quilo, está bom? Meio quilo está bom? Meio quilo está bom? So there's... There's you... no pause between meio quilo... There's, it's not meio quilo, está bom? Right. He's asking if a half a kilo is good. Okay. And then Maria says, Ai! <laughs> Tanto amendoim. Mas pode ser, sim. And then Eduardo, aqui tens. You're not finding any error. Not so far. I'm sorry. We're going to have to replace me pretty soon. And then Maria says, Eduardo, podes ir buscar uma tableta de chocolate de leite com caramelo? Maybe in the previous sentence, a native would like mumble some of or just shorten some of those words instead of saying letter by letter, tablete de chocolate de leite, we would probably say tablete chocolate leite. See how we just shorten all those E's at the end, tablete de chocolate de leite. Barely even touching that D sound. Otherwise, it sounds like so... It's hard work to say, podes ir buscar uma tablete de chocolate de leite com caramel, all those de, de. For us, we almost don't need them mm-hmm. to understand the sentence. So we go like, tablete de chocolate de leite com caramel. Yeah, it's sentences like that that I think sound better when you say them in English. Instead of having so many de's in a row, it would be... a Milk chocolate bar with caramel. Yeah. Instead of the uma tablet de chocolate de leite com caramel. Let me try and see if I can skip over those dos to make them sound slightly more fluid. Eduardo, podes ir buscar uma tablet de chocolate de leite 
com caramelo. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah, better. <laughs> you sound better. You sound more native than before. Right. Even though the sounds were all there, mm -hmm. the sentence was all so well pronounced that right. it would hardly be a native. But I think it's super risky to try and emulate these things because unless I have a lot of experience, I'm not going to know what words I can easily cut and then I might end up cutting out the wrong syllables. I agree. I do it ironically sometimes when I'm joking around, but I'll cut the ends off of words where you guys might not necessarily do it. And I think it just sounds silly. Yeah. So I think you would almost rather hear me be as clear with my diction as possible so that I don't risk trying too hard to sound native, but then... Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying these so people will try to do this. Yeah. I'm just trying to notice the differences between how you would say and I would say, but this, yeah. this doesn't mean that you should do that. Because I also think you would be you would find yourself stuck in those decisions and yeah. taking much longer saying it mm -hmm. just because you are thinking in your mind, like, what should I cut here? Yeah, and I've, it's kind of the same as when we're um, learning Cologne or slang words. You know, we learn them so that our ears are open to them and we understand them. But unless we're joking around, we probably want to avoid some of these things just because we'll end up sounding a little bit more awkward than we want to. It depends on your own personality too. If you're hanging around with a lot of young people, then maybe you'll take a stab at the cologne to not sound so literal all the time. So I think that's good for today. What do you think? No, Wait. you have to finish the, the text. Oh, you're gonna make me read the whole thing? We have like five sentences left. Oh my gosh. Okay, Eduardo says, Por que é que queres... Ah? Por que é que queres isso, Maria? Maria, quero comer doces. And Eduardo says, Mas os amendoins não são doces. Two connections so close to each other, right? Mas os amendoins. Yeah, that was stressful. Then Maria. Não vou comê-los sem nada. Eduardo. Então. Maria. Estava a pensar em derreter. Ah, that's a hard word for you. Derreter. Derreter. Oh, with that guttural R, it's hard to close the E before it. So oh. I said, I said derreter. Uh -huh. I have to ignore that E. Derreter. Derreter. That's beautiful. Beautiful language. Derreter. Derreter as tablets de chocolate com caramelo e meter por lá os amendoins. And then Eduardo. Oh, Maria. And she says, não me Não me julgas. Também vou fazer para ti. Can you say again after the não me julgas? Também vou fazer para ti. Yeah. Também. I think the first time you said it, I didn't hear the também very open. Okay. Também vou fazer para ti. Mas eu fico com a maior parte. Maior. Maior. Ma maior. 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 <laughs> maior. 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 Yeah. Maior. Maior. The first A oh. is very closed. Maior. Maior. Do you remember what I did the first time? Maior. Maior. Okay. Or maior. Yeah. Probably you do. Probably you close both. Yeah. You close the first A, and then you have a hard time opening the O, so you close the two of them. Maior. Yeah, I don't think I was aware of that actually. Since the stress is on the last syllable of the word maior, we have to open that O instead of keeping mm -hmm. it closed. Good. Maior. Part. And then Eduardo. Não é nada disso, Maria. Sabes que há chocolates com caramelo e amendoim, certo? Chocolates. Chocolates. Oh, I said chocolate. Yeah. Cho I said it in English. Ch chocolate. Since we have the sabes que há, I 
I was being uh, trying to be trying to be fancy and I made it kia like you guys would do, right? Yeah, sabes kia chocolates com caramelo e amendoim, certo? It's like we talked about in the last episode when you have ku followed by a vowel sound, then a lot of the time you'll hear it as kia. Mm-hmm. Oh, sim, e daí? Eduardo. Não é mais fácil comprar esses chocolates? And then Maria. Mas eu quero muitos. Muitos. Instead of muitos, oh. I heard muitos, and it's muitos. Muitos. I was being too fancy trying to close or ignore that O. And Eduardo. Precisas de quantos chocolates? And Maria. Não me julgas, eu preciso. Eduardo. Só quero que tenhas cuidado, rapariga. Maria. Sim, está bem. Vá, vamos embora. Eduardo. Vamos lá fazer esse doce. Fazer. Fazer. Yeah. Vamos lá fazer esse doce. Did I say fazer? Mm, a little. Okay. But these are so subtle. You, do you guys notice how good Joel is becoming? Uh, I think we do have to replace you soon. I'm going to get fired pretty soon here. <laughs> no, but, it, well, but on, on the other hand, it's good because we can like just... How do you say perfect those little subtleties? Yeah, and I think regardless of where your pronunciation is at, just being aware of some of these open and closed vowels, it's one of the hardest things in Portuguese. So I think everybody can benefit from uh, from my pronunciation. I like this episode. Yeah, it was fun. And I learned a lot. I learned the proper pronunciation of maior instead of maior, maior or whatever I said. You say maior. Yeah, maior. Maior. Cool. So it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Let's keep it short so people don't get bored. Yeah. And so that we can record more. Yes. So we hope you liked it. Esperamos que tenham gostado. E obrigado novamente a Anne de Noruega e Margaret. Talvez de França. Talvez de França. Se não for, podes corrigir. You can correct <laughs> if you're not from France. Yeah. But I didn't hear a French pronunciation in her voice. So it was either her, her pronunciation is quite good or she's not from France at all. Hmm. Who knows? The plot thickens. Até a próxima, Rui. Até a próxima.